Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. Uh, happy Monday. Happy Monday to you all. Uh, this podcast comes out on a Monday. If you're not listening to it on a Monday, then um, be more attentive, be more eager, be more keen to hear the dulcet tones of me, Stuart Roy Whiffin, and my trusty co-host. Christopher Glasson. Yes, we like our listeners to be desperate. There's nothing like desperation, is there, really? No. No, there's uh, that that kind of tragic look of near death in their eyes as they <laughs> sort of attend the live shows, just like broken, like no, like yeah. we've made them do it. No more willpower, like, as we say. Right, everyone, pop your tops yeah. off, and they're massive. Yeah, what? What? Nothing, mate. Sorry, that's another. <laughs> that's another. That's for the higher premium subscribers. They don't want to see you with your top off. They want to see. They want to see the muscly fishermen, don't they? Muscle-bound fishermen. Well, you've already said this morning that <laughs> you've been at work for the best part of the morning and you haven't had a shower. Had a shower I mean, yet. the Patriot, the Patreons can watch this. And and uh, and and so, did did you literally just get up, pop that t-shirt and a pet? I bet you're wearing shorts as well, aren't you? Oh my life! You got your jazzy uh, jazzy tracksuit yeah. on, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, and and I tell you what, I don't look. I mean, I don't look great, but I smell awful. So, welcome oh, to Hardcore nice Listening. If you've not been a listener to Hardcore Listening, this is a show where we will run through a top five. Sometimes it's picked by our listeners, fans, cult members, or it will be picked by us. Or indeed, we do get guests on, and the guests will pick that mm. top five. Can be on a subject that can span many things. Top five worst times I've smelt to top five haircuts Stu Whiffen has had. I'm sure we might cover that today. And yes, we have a jolly old good laugh. And if you want to know a little bit more about us and get a little bit of extra content, we also have a Patreon where each week we release a further Patreon episode and we release the video to all our episodes on there for the, the higher subscribers as well. Yeah, boy. So if you want to look at how much of a state I am at the moment, you can. You can do that. You can do that. Um, also, we should, before we go any further, Stuart, is, is speak to have a little message from our wonderful sponsors. Hot 
Right, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Moto Recall. Yes, it's one of those lifestyle utility apps that every phone should have. It's got the practical, the nostalgia, and the dream. From 18 to 118, there is something for you. It's what you make it. Day-to-day reminders of tax and MOT on your cars you've in your current garage. I have, for one, sometimes been driving around in my car not being MOT because I forgot. So it's a bit of a lifesaver. Absolutely. I mean, never buy a second-hand car without knowing the history. You know, Providence. Moto Recall, make sure you aren't caught out by allowing you to perform a full Providence check on the vehicle. With just the car reg, is there outstanding finance? Has it been in an accident? Is the mileage legit? You'll get the full picture, powered by experience, with a data guarantee. I wish I'd had that in the past. And and with this app as well, you can build your historic garage with photos and data that you can not only look back on for yourself, but you can share it with your mates. You know, every car is a memory. You used to have that cat in the hat car. I'd love to have seen that. I mean, if you don't have an historic garage, like build out your dream garage. You know, what has caught your eye? What are you dreaming of owning? And the best bit is free. Up to 50 cars and provenance checks are pay-as-you-go when you need them. Experian aren't as nice as the Moto Recall team, of course. Download the app for free. Search Moto Recall in your app store. M-O-T-O-R-E-C-A-L-L. Moto Recall in your app store. Uh, hello, this is uh, Charles, um, Chaz from Love Beer. Uh, and, and I'm here to tell you about why I sponsor uh, Hardcore Listening and what, what love-beer.co.uk does. Uh, I am a fully certified by the British Beer and Pubs Association for bar installation with a focus on home and office bars. I have loads of home bar clients who have really enjoyed the service during lockdown as well as corporate office clients like Facebook and HelloFresh. I offer a complete solution from installing the bar equipment right the way through to keg supply. I also offer regular maintenance packages for those who want a bar without all the hassle. Hello, this is Charles also from Love Beer. I just want to also let you know I'm fully licensed to sell kegs. We can supply loads of different products from mainstream beers and ciders right through to trendy craft beers and even Prosecco kegs, all delivered to your bar by a certified technician. Also, why I'm here, have I mentioned the Land Rover Beeries 3, which is a 45-year-old XMOD Land Rover Series 3 that we have done a complete restoration on during lockdown. The 3 Beeries 3 is a custom-built, high-performance bar hidden in the back of a Land Rover. The bar we have installed is capable of doing upwards of 500 pints per hour. We're about four to five weeks off having it all back together and ready to show it off. And I'll be launching an Instagram for it this week. Nice one, Charles. Nice one. Hello, I want to take a moment to shout out one of our wicked sponsors, eggfried.com. They are a streetwear brand. They produce t-shirts, sweats, hoodies, handmade denims. It's all inspired by hip-hop, punk, choir fashion. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, head over to eggfried.com and, and have a look on the website because the, it's not just the design, it's the layout, it's the website. You know, the creative team... Over there, absolutely on point. There's just some some great stuff there, and and not just for adults as well. They've got small fried, which is their range of kids' <laughs> clothes. And if you want your kid to just look beyond cool, like head over and check that out. And they've given us a discount code, right, Chris? 
Yes, egg salad. If you type egg salad into the discount coupon section, you get yourself a tidy little discount. And when they send out the stuff, it is packaged exquisitely. You get little goodies in there, stickers, and it's all wrapped up beautifully. So check out eggfried.com. Okay, lastly, we want to thank, and certainly not leastly, we want to thank, is leastly a word? Oh, no, it's really not. Right, we're going with it. <laughs> we're going with it. So we want to thank Luke Van Boom. Luke Van Boom has a company called Bang Boom Creative. Luke is a, a long-time sponsor of this show and a friend of this show. If you see the pictures of Chris and I on the socials advertising this podcast, them happy snaps were taken uh, by the genius that is Luke Van Boom. I mean, that's just the tip of, of, of what he does. Chris, do you want to explain a little bit more about what Bang Boom Creative does? Yes, it's all about fresh interview production. So they're all about content with a heart and soul, making films of all kinds, shooting dynamic photographs and putting smiles on faces. They're passionate storytellers working with a diverse range of brands of all sizes. You know, their work includes short film, viral video, animation, hidden camera stunts, product demos, live action, 360 imaging and music promo. And they've worked with a ton of companies as well. Universal, uh, BBC Children in Need, even the Mayor of London, Katie Piper, the NHS, the Dogs Trust. They've they've worked with a lot of companies. It consistently blows my mind, you know, the stuff that you've just said there. Why does he have anything to do with us plums? Stop talking him out of it. (laughs) There you go. Our ruddy, bloody, lovely sponsors. Um, today's episode, Christopher Glasson, I've uh, chose this. Um, we're, we're recording early because you told me you're going on uh, Holly Bob's uh, mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh, so we, uh, I decided, um, whilst on the phone, to just think of the first thing that come to mind. And I went, top five things we hate well, about ourselves. Well, I've got a bit of issue with that because that's not what you said. Oh, you you said have. top five things you hate about what? yourself. Which makes me think, how, why is that the first, like, you didn't even need a second to think about that before you asked me that question, like, told me that's the top five. So is that because you've been thinking about all the reasons why you hate me, or is it you've been thinking about all the reasons why you hate yourself recently? Half and half. (laughs) Um, When, (laughs) when, uh, when you went, yeah, uh, I went top five things like we hate about ourselves, and you went, oh, that could take a while. And then I I joked and said, I'll, I'll, I might as well just do yours as well then. Uh, and then you just uh, hung up <laughs> yeah. on me. Love a little comedy hang up, don't we? It's, it's fun. It's fun to hang up on your mates. Not so much your, your significant it's... others, I found. No, that's frowned upon. Um, there's nothing better than than one of them hang ups. <laughs> I'd like to do, I'd like to drop one of them in when it's like, oh yeah, mate, maybe we should just hang out and do that. Why? <laughs> <laughs> me and Pip, it started like me and Pip started doing this like I don't know quite a while ago, and it was great because you'd just be halfway through a conversation, like they'd be like Pip would be telling me about something he was doing, and and I'd just hang up. I just was like, I've got things to do, and I just just hang up on him, and then obviously like he'd do it to me, and like you know, it's just fun. We do it to each other. It's just a it's a lot of fun disrespecting your friends. Uh, that's going to feature in my top five. High jinks, high jinks. So uh, your top five today, mate. Oh yeah, sorry, you said yeah, it. Sorry, right, said okay. It. Uh, so, well, let's let's start with. Um, I'll start with my number five, uh, and I'm going to say my hair. <laughs> are you getting in uh, there first, are you? Thought I might as well. Um, so, 
Christopher likes looking at my wedding photo as much as I like <laughs> looking at that photo of Chris with his thumb up. Um, and I've got no excuse. I've got no... I can't argue how bad <laughs> my hair is on the one day where your hair's meant to look I had a good. bad day. I had a um, bad day. That was the day I was caught off guard wearing a pinstripe purple blazer. But that was just that was just the Thursday night for me. That was your wedding day. And you rock, you went into yeah, hairdressers and went, give me a geek pie haircut. And that's what I gave you. Uh... What haircut would you like? Well, I'd like make can I have three haircuts. <laughs> what on one head? Yes, please. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I I made an error, and anybody that's looking to get married, um, let me just suggest that for your wedding attire, whether it be suit um, or hairstyle. Go classic style, style definitely not yeah, fashion. Yeah. Well, thank you because you you have paved that way. You've gone over the tre- over the top of the trenches with that one, and you've come back covered in arrows. <laughs> Those arrows are every loss of self respect and dignity. And now I know if I get married, not not to do that. So, but the, the funny thing is, Stu, I think you're always well presented. I think you're always you always look great. Um, and so it's just it's just at, at that just bit brilliant that you actually on the day you're supposed to turn out and look decent you, you just look like a car crash and and your head in that one photo I can't, it just is such because of how they've cut your hair it just makes your head look like such a peanut and and, and me me my girlfriend and her mum were marvelling over it over breakfast this morning just all, all oh, laughing imagine. about it and uh, oh it's great it's just fucking it makes no sense. It makes no sense. My mum cut my hair. Um, and t- for those that are listening, um, I'd say it was about two inches on top, long, highlighted, not peroxide, but like streaks. <laughs> um, massive kind of like, lo- it was like a mullet, like long like kind of sideburns, uh, and then it's kind of long at the back as well. Uh, I remember at the time I must have thought it looked good, but oh my god! I mean, th- let's not just leave it there. Then pop a white suit on as well, <laughs> oh, mate. Honestly, and I mean, but just before we started recording, <laughs> like I can't reenact, but I just the thought of it made me belly laugh so hard on this on this Zoom because <laughs> it's just it's just beautiful. What a sight! What an absolute catastrophe! And you know what? We've all been there, Stu. Like. I don't really like. I mean, I I, I I'm going to use this as my top five. Right? I don't. I thing I hate about myself is any photo of me. In fact, Molly took a picture of my mm. nose yesterday because it broke out in spots, which actually is another one of mine. And it was just so wretchedly ugly. I was like, I'm not a narcissist. I don't think. Hence why I basically turn up to these things having not showered. I mean, that must mean I can't be that much of a narcissist. But that photo was so bad, and like most photos of me are just, I'd like, I really hope it is that I'm just not photogenic, and it's not that I am really that mm, fucking tragically ugly, that. and and my fashion, mm. it's like it's, hopefully I'll start moving into this whole concept of bit stylish and timeless, but my fashion over the years is just, it's, it has always been. I don't wear clothes particularly very well. I don't think. 
and my haircuts I don't like you 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 actually always stay on top you're always looking fresh for your haircuts no no see the, 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 this is this is why I chose hair right because I've never been able to get up in the morning and my hair looks mm. all right I've never been able to wear a hat and then take a hat off and my hair mm. looks all right I've never been that dude uh I've never just been able to, like, even when I had like long hair, I couldn't have just like mm. washed it and then gone out. It needed a bit more attention. I've never been able to just have good hair. The thing is, do you not think like there is the odd, odd occasion where like my hair, my bed hair looks absolutely looks passable as a hairstyle, hence why <laughs> probably why I do it. But most of the time it doesn't. But I do think like the guys who are sat there going, oh, you know, oh, they they wake up like it. That's bollocks. They're covert preeners, right? They, they they're doing all that stuff. They just act like they just act like it wasn't a thing. Yet they're spending, you know, all that time in the mirror, making sure you know not a thing's out of place. I could be wrong. I so that's yeah. I just that's one of the only reasons that like I never wanted to get in the motorbikes. So I just thought I can't wear a crash helmet. Well, I think the main reason is you've got a massive fucking peanut for a head. Um, my number five. Well. My number five, were, it, I, I've brought it to be like my dress sense and, and sense of fashion. But my other one, I'll, I'll sneak it in now, is my back. Like, I used to love contact sports and martial arts. I used to get stuck in there. I played a lot of rugby. And I, I, I got away with all of it. Gymnastics, doing all weird shit like that. And yet, when I was 15, I stood on a football and twisted my back. And then a couple of weeks later, I jumped down from my patio in my back garden onto a football, went flying up in the air and twisted my back and uh, damaged my sacrophilic joint or a nerve around there. And it has forever been the bane of me. And I just feel like such a weed half the time. Now, when you say you've got a bad back, no one believes you. No, no, no. There's, there's rare, not many people have sympathy for you when you go... I'm really in a bit of trouble with my back at the moment. And unless you... Unless they've and then, experienced and then, a bad you know, back. You're both like, it's like you've both been to Vietnam together. You've got a bond. It, it really you've got is. got a bond. It so really funny, is. a guy at work today said he's got a trap, tra- uh, a trap sort of like nerve in his back today. And I was like, oh, mate, I am. So we spoke about it for five minutes because I was just like, it's just the, that pain is the worst. But... I, what I hate about it about myself is when it goes, it does just remind me of my mortality and feebleness. Like I have, yeah. I put it out once, re- reaching for my toothbrush, and literally I just went like that, and it went, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm not going to be able to." Literally, you can't, you can't move. Mm. Well, you can, but like it, you, your movement goes down to about five percent. And and I've done that again, re, re, innocently reaching for a DVD cover, it, uh, DVD case. It wasn't uh, in an awkward position. Um, I, you know, I, I didn't have one hand on my my, my junk at the time, like mid, you know, um, rhythm session. I just literally reached to pick up a DVD, and my back went, and I was like, I'm I'm just pathetic, you know. But I, I think it's you know. Once you've you've had that happen to you, it is horrible, and you've listed so many different times that your back has, has given up on you. And I think it's, I just think it's lovely that through all of that, you can be so generous with your time with your colleague to sit and listen to him for, I think you said, five minutes. 
So, Chris, well, all that happened was, yeah, go on, hurry up. <laughs> uh, like, well, I just kind of, like, was walking down the stairs and then, oh, okay, mate, I don't want your fucking life story. Back to work. Five minutes. <laughs> Lovely. I love the fact that you took some time out of your day to talk to your colleague about his bad back for five Listen, minutes. No heroes wear coats. That's it. Move on. Just because you're a skyver, because you oh, I had to, I had to listen to, had to listen to so and so's back problems. Uh, I what five minutes? No, half half a morning. I've got, I've got, I'm a big deal, mate, in the office. People are waiting. They're hanging on every single one of my words. To, you know, give the green light on that big business deal. You know. Demolish that yeah. flat block. Yes, build that new business centre. That's the sort of moves I'm yeah. making, mate. I ain't got time for people's health yeah. problems. Mate, I know. You're Gordon Gecko. <laughs> I'm fucking Patch Adams, mate. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, what's your number four? Um, <laughs> my... <laughs> inability to sleep oh god that might honestly I'll give you five minutes on this mate because I feel sorry for you <laughs> cheers mate um, I'm not very good at sleeping uh, and I'm very particular about the temperature I am when I sleep you know if I've got certain sheets <laughs> that I like to have on my bed uh, certain like sort of textures of sleep of, of sheets irritate me uh, and aren't cool enough. I like to have like a leg out. Classic. I spoke about uh, that. I just to interrupt. I was I was interviewed on the podcaster podcast this yesterday, and I was talking about how long for five <laughs> yeah, minutes. Five minutes. All they gave me twenty questions. Uh, the last question was, uh, "What would you be a master at top five lists?" And I ended on, uh, uh, probably, "I've probably got a great wank CV." So top five wanks. <laughs> but during it, I, uh, I I said like you know sleeping. You've got to have. A, I'm a one leg in, one leg out man. I agree, mate. I agree. Yeah, sleep's so important, and and I find I, I'm paranoid if I've had a drink that I might snore and and like disrupt the whole house mm. as well. Um, and I, I I just not very good at sleeping. If I get into bed, the first thing I do is shut my eyes. Is then start thinking about all the things I'd forgot to do that day, all the things I need to do tomorrow. And then before, I'm just sitting there in the darkness and things start to spiral and I just think, oh, God, got all this to do. Like, And then my brain's just absolutely firing on all cylinders. Uh, and then I will have a very, very disturbed night's sleep, like up, up, down, up, down. And and then I will invariably wake up about 5 a.m., lay there for about half an hour and then just think, oh, I'll just get up, shit. just get up and get on with the day because it ain't going to happen. And then I'm lucky that I don't get like rat too ratty when the clubs reopen again. Maybe that 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 side of me might might present itself at weekends as well if I've had like super late stressful nights at work. But yeah, I just wish I could get into bed and go, "Oh, it's 10:30 on a weeknight. I'm in bed within 5 minutes. I'm going to sleep until 7 o'clock in the morning." Like that never ever happens. Like, and even if I have a drink, like sometimes if I if I've like have a have a good drink at the weekend or something, and you know I would go out and do something and have a bottle of wine or whatever, I'll go to sleep quite easily. But then I'll wake up very early, going, "Hi, this is um 
This is beer anxiety. How you doing? You all right? Just che- just checking in and remind you of all the things that uh, I'm going to make you think you done last night. But don't worry, you didn't. But do worry. Like yeah, you got my every, so every sleep. Sympathy. Like I, I, I've rarely had bouts of like sleep troubles. I have had it. Like I remember like being up for a disciplinary surprise, surprise in the office, and I'd wake up at three a.m. and my mind would just do fucking circles of of it. And um, that's that cyclical like conversation you have when you're having a when you're in a stressful situation with someone or with your life and. Your brain is just going round and round in circles. That is a, that's a hard thing to master to to not panic about and and to be able to get sleep. But generally speaking, I don't. I've never I've never I've never struggled with it, and uh, and um, I'm, I'm so grateful for it. But you know, you can sleep when you're dead, Stu. And I think there's a lot to be said for you know having a bit of an achiever uh, syndrome like you and Pip have because it spurs you on as well, man. So it's kind of the rough with the smooth with it, mate. But um, yeah. Absolutely, John Bon Jovi. What's your number four? Hold on, I've got to look at my list. Be less like John Bon Jovi. Um, <laughs> oh, God, right. So, uh, what's this? is this my number four? Is it? Uh, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah. Um, so, it's, it's another one that's just a bit stupid, but uh, my two favourite things to eat are crisps and chips. Like, like, Amen. What's that? What did you say? Yeah, exactly. I can't eat them. I don't know if you can see, but yeah, you can't really pick it up. I can't eat either of them without breaking out into fucking spots, like a like I'm 13 years old. And like I, I've gone through a, a large portion of like the last few years being healthy eating, so actually my my skin has cleared up quite a lot. But the other day I, I cooked for my mum and I, I made her sweet potato fries straight away. Next day, four spots on my nose, which my girlfriend. Who's your mates? I'm like, what, mate? And I'm like, oh, here we go. I've got spots all over my face then. I just hate it. I hate the fact that the two, my two favourite foods um, that are easy and quick and, you know, whatever, I can't eat. I can't eat without knowing that I'm going to be butt ugly for, you know, for the next week. So did you deep fry the soup, oven, sweet potatoes? Oven cooked them. And yet because of the... Anything... Anything that you look at that looks greasy to touch or is greasy, like chips or crisps, anything like that is automatic spot build for me. Like, and I wish I'd have kind of known it in my in my teens because I I, I was a reasonably spotty kid, and I don't suppose that's particularly very attractive. Like, you know, we can't help it, you know. But beauty standards are beauty standards. I'm sh- I'm sure that there's some girls that probably were like, oh, not so keen on him, and my personality wasn't good enough to shine through. And so definitely, not. I probably I probably had a bit more stress about spots than I probably needed if I'd have realised the link between crisps and chips sooner. Mm. Um, but that it, it turns out it, that didn't dictate how many um, how, how lucky I was with girls because um, one of my best friends uh, suffered from awful, awful acne, God bless him, and um, was, was just incredible with the ladies. And it turns out, strangely, that, I can't get my head around this, but girls are more interested in your per- personality a lot of the time so um that that shocked me but then i realized maybe that's just me and i'm so shallow that i'm interested in looks so yes it's so frustrating a 40 year old man that i can't eat the food i like without breaking out into fucking spots and i can't i'm a lot better at stopping myself these days but i still can't 
I can't completely resist it. So I just have to accept that, you know, I'm going to, I'm always going to have spots. Maybe spotty shit till I'm 80. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What's your number three, mate? I suppose I should put my feet in there, shouldn't I? Oh, yeah, they are gross. And it's <laughs> self-inflicted. You could have stopped that. You could have stopped that. But mm. you've just been kicking brick walls. It looks like you've been kicking brick walls for the last 20 years. <laughs> you know, I've actually just been kicking really soft punch bags, but it does look like I've been kicking brick walls. <laughs> um, but they're just fucked. I was literally talking to someone last night about it. Like... Uh, if I sit at any given point, if I, well, the way I'm sitting now, I've got my foot on like the mm. bar stool. Like I have to angle it so my left foot, the toes aren't anywhere near it. If there's any pressure on my left foot, on the toes on my left foot, they all start to like crack, like click, and like and all go the wrong way, oh. and it's sort of, they go into spasm, and like it's just rubbish. Like and obviously the nail fell off the big toe, and my big toenails. I should also point out as well. Uh, my uh, my brother-in-law used to refer to them as the plasmas because they they literally look like giant okay. TVs. They're fucking massive, um, and yeah, one of them now's fell off, um, which is trauma apparently. So when I did bust all my toes, uh, the the nail fell off uh, as, as trauma. It happens a little while after. I was just literally just kind of I don't know what I was doing, washing my feet or trimming my toenails and. And then I just thought, oh, hang on, that <laughs> big nail's literally peeling off my toe. Oh. Uh, and, yeah, and there was not another little kind of stubby one behind it. Uh, yeah, not cool, man. And it's like, yeah, they're just not very not very good. And I just think, like, my bones are getting brittle as I'm getting older. I'm sure of that. But, uh, but yeah, my feet, there's not a lot more to say about them. They're just fucking rank. I just wish you wouldn't wear fucking flip-flops in or something like that in the summer. I'm wearing well, flip-flops don't. now. Because you've got a family. And that one day, like in 20 years' time, they're going to be sat on some shrink's leather couch and they're going to all pin all their problems down to, not the, your bad parenting. Um, I mean, I guess that'll have something to do with it. But it'll be your feet. 
You beat your feet, mate. They're yeah. not disgusting. Can't yeah. you like have surgery to just have like a flap of skin over the top of your toes so no one has to look at them? Mate, I'd be well happy with that. Like, I'd, it, to be honest, I'd lose the legs. I'd go full mermaid <laughs> if it meant that like I didn't have to worry. I'd love to see you as a about mermaid. the toes. I think that'd be really sexy. I mean, you'd, you'd be a great. Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. My mates who all play football as kids, their feet are fucked. They're just toes mm. in I, I actually went to... Uh... <clears throat> Sorry, no, no, no. Sorry, nothing more interesting to say. I, I went and watched uh, some cage fighting last night. And it was in an empty arena. Uh, or an empty... Mm. Like a small empty building at York Hall. Uh, and it's the first time I've witnessed something where I could hear it so clearly. Everything... And it was a very different experience. It was fucking terrifying. Really? Uh, but after the first fight, which was a first round stoppage, I looked at the guy's feet and I was like, holy shit. Because when you watch mm. UFC on telly, you generally sometimes see some redness yeah. on the thighs if they've had some leg kicks or calves and, and around the body and obviously like a bloodied head. But I saw his feet and they were mm. fucked like absolutely both bright red all of his toes were completely white like where there was like look there was no blood in them it was fucking horrid and i was like that can't be good for your feet well, when man. you watch them do toe stamps um, if you want to fit if you want to know if you're made out for for combat sports watch a geezer get pinned to the edge of a cage and watch them them get repeatedly toe stamped and not flinch that that to me yeah. reminds me it's like back to my back. It's like I'm feeble, and I cannot. Do, I've got nothing to add to anyone's performance in a ring that means it uh, is of any merit because I couldn't hack that. I just hope you didn't embarrass yourself there at this case. Like, because did you go with Blake? Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. didn't embarrass yourself in front of him, mate. Like you're saying that you get scared of the sounds. Like you go, to, you do. That makes all your kickboxing and all those pictures of you in a kickbox really embarrassing that you got scared of some sounds it's all i'm gonna say <laughs> and i'm just gonna if i ever meet blake i'm gonna be like i'm sorry mate if he's in, if he's embarrassed you um yeah right what's this then i think after the second fight i'd stop crying <laughs> i think after that i was all right <laughs> right you're number three glasson um oh <clears throat> my dick is just too big i think <laughs> yeah uh yeah. no um my moles I just okay people always like listen I, I, I'm all with the body positive thing and like it's like I, I believe that I believe like you know coming back to I mentioned beauty standards and stuff like that we can't change them and actually we do we do need and I think Jess Megan does a wonderful job of um, sort of like saying look just be happy with the body you've got stop listening so much to what you're what you're told Um. It's not so much that my I've got so many moles that my back is like a little bit unsightly. It's just that they they're like they're not supposed to be their moles. They're kind of like they are a foreign body. Like and when you like rub over a mole, like a lot of them are like they kind of feel a bit uncomfortable. And it's not cancer. I get my moles checked regularly, and it's literally like they're like a little parasite. It's like no, I'm gonna cling on to you. Don't touch me. And um. And that just annoys me. I've got so many. And I guess it's a bit annoying that, like, any partner I've ever had, like, at some point are desperate to count them all. And it's like, when they get to 300 and they lose interest, that's not so good for your morale either. 
when, when it turns you. into they're like oh this is this has become laborious and unfun now you're like all right thanks you lost interest um yeah they are a little unsightly too you know I, I would like to have like a bit of a clearer clearer complexion and not to mention um the fact that um you know all my mates will always just if i'm annoying them like my old old school mates who i hung around in my mid-teens if they want to just interrupt anything i say they'll just go mo so it's like thanks austin powers <laughs> thank you so much for that one I I actually find I think we've all got things like you know we all have sort of like things that make us stand out and when you're younger obviously I think they give give you insecurities I'm quite grateful that I didn't have too large of an insecurity over my moles because I think no matter what it is that you've got that people are going to pick on I think people can make your life a misery on them and actually I've, I've always been quite comfortable with them it's weird it's more as I've got 30 years and above um, but I've I've been more aware of them, so I, mm. I do. I would consider having a lot of them removed. I just think for my future health, um, the less the fewer I have, the less chance I've got one that's going to go um, go um, rogue on me and turn into like uh, you yeah. know um, carcinoma or you know melanoma or whatever they call it. So yeah, my freaking moles, man, my freaking moles. Your number two, um, is it? Yeah. Uh, I'll say my teeth. Oh, your teeth. Really? Hmm. Um, I haven't got good... Well, I haven't got good teeth. Like, um, they're just not in the best positions. Hmm. And, uh, and if you look at the top... If you look at the shape mm-hmm. of my mouth when I open my hmm. mouth, Chris. Oh, I've looked many a time, mate. I've been you've been in that position many a time, head hanging over the back of the bed. Uh, Sorry, yeah. So the the left right, hand yeah. side here is far more protruding. Right. Yeah. Okay. Through redoing that as a kid, right. and like and reshaping the shape of my mouth, as my bones thumb. have developed. Or... Well, like a finger, yeah, oh, like a thumb. Suck your thumb. Like... Suck, you wouldn't suck your thumb, you used to suck your yeah. finger. Kind of fucking yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Well, that's that's why. Oh. Like, um, and so that that kind of has, has reshaped yeah. my mouth, like the yeah. actual structure of my, mm-hmm. my bones. Um, and, yeah, my teeth are just like, I don't know, I rarely smile with my, uh, my mm. you know, a big like, eee, smile. Um, I smashed like the, my my front teeth jumping in the swimming pool oh, when I was very God. young, and so they're all they're all capped. Um, and yeah, I've ju- they're just like it's really weird. Like, um, when you do Zoom calls, like you end up sort of being able to look at someone's face maybe a bit longer than you generally <laughs> would if they were in yeah, front yeah, of you. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? You can also. You um, know, Touch yourself, can't you, on a Zoom call if you like them? You don't know I'm doing it now, but so, so what I thought um, would be, uh, and I've just realised then as I speak to people, so many people have got really straight, Mm. perfect teeth, Uh, and and I guess that's because braces are a very Mm. common thing. You know, both my kids have had braces. It's just like 
well, nowadays you just yeah. have braces. It's like it's a thing, and it's not uncool. And braces were just becoming a thing when I was a kid, and the dentist suggested I have one, and I was like, oh, I don't want one. And so my mum told him I didn't have to have one, uh, and and that was it. Whereas I wish my mum would have gone, no, 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 you need a brace, and uh, to straighten up your teeth. So. Uh, yeah, I ain't got a lot more to say about it, but I would say it's the one thing that, like, every now and again, uh, if you look at that uh, horrific mm. wedding photo, uh, you're, you're probably looking at the hair, where everybody will be looking at the hair. You I'll say there's a lot more going wrong with that no. photo than I first looked at. It's got levels. There's oh, levels mate. To it. G- fuck me. It's it's like, just keep peeling <laughs> the onion, man. Um, I'll say this. I, 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 Yeah, okay, your teeth aren't shaped. I, I wouldn't say they're unsightly in any way, shape, or form. I think you've got, like, Oh, I ain't Shane McGowan, you cunt. Like, but they're all right. Like, <laughs> they're just so I wish were a lot better. Yeah, fair enough. I've got, I've got kind of straight teeth, but my girlfriend pointed out when we yeah. started dating, not far into it, your teeth are tiny. I was like, what? So you got tiny teeth, haven't you? And I was like, I never thought, I, I never thought about it. And I've sometimes seen people with tiny teeth and gone, tiny teeth, not realizing that I've got maybe tiny teeth. So yeah, that that gave me a, 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 a you know a nice late late. Show me your, show me your teeth. They're just That's normal teeth. Well, she want to fucking live with a oh, chipmunk or something like. She's out of order, my girlfriend. Um, but that my teeth are t- stained, and like I I really want to sort of like get them slightly white, and I don't I don't want like a bloody Vern K white, you know. But I do, that I, I'm slightly conscientious about my teeth as well, mate. Um. Mm. Yes, the wonders of the modern day and being shown white teeth all the time on bloody TV. Um, so what is it? My number two. Yeah. Right. You'd be surprised to know that I'm not going to say like getting names wrong. Right. For me, I think that's exciting for you and Pip. I know. I know that you love it, and I'm sure. I'm terrible. So I'm, I just don't remember names. You know, whether it's in movies, books, I've just, I'm just awful at it. Um, I'm sure I could get better, uh, but I'm not. I don't have the conscientiousness uh, and, and desire to, to be good at remembering people's names. Terrible, terrible, terrible trait. But it's still not in my top five. Um, but what is is my butterfly mind? I hate my brain. Like, I think where I might be creative and frivolous and fun. Is the same uh, as if I do say so, if I do say so myself, um, and I, I can be quite spontane- spontaneous, and I can like the things that might keep you up night and stuff like that don't keep me up night, so I can I can keep things um, light. I also that same department of how I use my brain means that I am so bad at consistency, as you well know. Like when it comes to posting on social media, I just I hate it. I hate it about myself. And like, I, I can like even like sit there and be trying to th- have a, a steady train of thought on a specific subject or problem. And to keep my mind on that matter is a Herculean task for me. And I don't know if that means I've got ADHD. I've never, I've never uh, looked into it. But for me to stay on one thing... It's it's almost impossible for me to to do it, and that I, I tell you what that does my fucking head in because it's one thing you know witnessing it, and you've obviously seen seen what the side effects of that are, 
But when you when I literally am like, oh, I'm going to focus on this one thing. I want to I want to go. And then within a couple of minutes, I'm thinking about um, the smell of rubbers at school. I'm like, how, how have I got here? Because I, I'm supposed to be thinking about my accounts, you know, and, and I know we all I know we all have that. I'm not saying that we don't all suffer, but I, from what I can tell, my butterfly mind is the propensity for me to do it is like considerably more than other people's. And as I think, I, I think that's great because I think having a butterfly mind means I can sort of lightly skip from subject to subject in a wistful, happy manner and drift off to sleep quite easily. At the same time, when it comes down to like, you know, you need to see this thing through, I'm like, oh, am I going to do it? Probably not. And that must be frustrating for everyone involved, not just myself. So, yeah, that drives me absolutely round the bloody twist, mate. Round the twist. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed that I've got more like that as I've got older. That's Alzheimer's, though, because you're getting into that sort of territory now, mate. Very probably. Very probably. Um, Well, my number one um, is my inability to enjoy the moment. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. Um, Because I'm just preempting outcomes, (laughs) next steps why I'm here, That's the exact opposite of how my brain operates, you see. It's the exact opposite. Yeah, that's, that's why I've said to you so many times, I'm very mm. jealous of that. Like, um, Likewise, I'm jealous of that, but, having that, being able to have that foresight and conscientiousness, absolutely. But I think a, 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 a bit of middle ground yes, would be better. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I can't, yeah, I, I just can't, be somewhere very few scenarios i just think oh, i'm loving this like but uh b- 
but yeah, things that I've done to try and experience being lost mm. in the moment, and it's never really mm. delivered. And uh, and I just wish that I didn't always have that kind of, oh right, yeah. So well, this is this is quite good. So what could I do with this? Like, what, oh, I wonder if I spoke to him if he'd know about that mm. and. Yeah, but I suppose what we could do with this is maybe we could do T-shirts. And it's like, and you just think, fucking hell, just stop. Just fucking have a laugh. Enjoy the moment you're in and just be a little bit more carefree with it rather than overthinking it um, and questioning it and, yeah, and, that, and maybe contemplating what other people are making of you in this moment and just fucking don't care. And, like... But yeah, I find that my worst, the thing I hate about myself the it's most. It's fundamentally like, really just, why I don't like hanging out with you, I guess. Sure, you know? sure. It, like when you're when I'm mm. having, when I'm really going for it and having it large at the clubs and everyone's yeah. like, oh look at Chris and he laugh, oh I want to hang out with Chris, yeah. what a good guy. And then I look round thinking yeah. we're all having that great time, and then you're just staring at the back of me head, shaking your head. Fucking hell, right, hang on, it ain't that black and white. You're literally making out I'm fucking Stephen Hawkins and you're Steve-O. <laughs> like, fucking hell, man. It is not that black and white. <laughs> no, I know, I'm joking, mate. You're one of my favourite people to hang out with. Um, I can't wait. We're going to hopefully do a swim trip soon, right? So that I, just, I literally can't wait for that, mate. It'd be absolutely wonderful. See, there, there, there are moments where I just enjoy it because it's like it's an, a moment that's something you don't get to experience very often. And it's something that I like. So, in them moments, I do think oh, this is the best. Like I love it. But yeah, just trying to kind of yeah, it's it's really weird. Even like it, you know, being like a bit more serious, I suppose. But like even like when the the, the mm. kids were like babies yeah. and that like you hear all these people just going oh, it's just the most amazing yeah. thing just sitting there you know and I just I was always just thinking oh god like uh what what if oh god I know uh, uh, tomorrow I've got a, I've got a bath a baby on its uh, like oh god how do I do that and it was like and I was just always just kind of worrying about stuff and and questioning things rather than like just thinking all oh, right just fucking be in this moment and and let it sink in do you know what i mean and like i'm sure in a way i, I clearly was but i, I know i'd always be thinking about the ifs whens yeah. whys and whats which you know sometimes can get in the way of just experiencing yeah. I, it yeah all i'd say to that mate and that is a serious thing like you, you can you've got like plenty of time to enjoy it and, and learn to be in the moment because what it is, it is a perspective and, and like, and maybe it's a few, like, have you ever tried mindfulness? Cause I love that. I like, I really believe a hundred percent believe in it. It's, it's really helped me, especially when I was going through a rough, really rough time. Like mindfulness and meditation is all about presence and isness and what's happening mm. right now. Um, and 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 doing that and learning to l learn some mindfulness training, mate, will could really help you, because it is about slowing down and just focusing on your breathing. And that after a while, it's like riding a bike. Yeah, you you've got to commit to it a little bit, Stu. But you know, after a while, like you can become very present and also enjoy the present moment. And 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 
how I do that, not only is through mindfulness, but also the fact of, like my dad used to say, what what is what's the worst thing that could go wrong here? Like, we really, truly speaking, like you know, have a have positive optimism, like that has that is based that is constructive, that isn't just based on nothing. But you know, ultimately, yeah, you could do more. This could lead to that, but ultimately, like. That's looking at opportunities, which you can dial back on, but also not worrying about things so much because ultimately you've always been able to find a way to earn an income and, you know, you've got, you've got a good few things going as, as you are a master plate spinner. Um, you've got plenty of things that, are, are, you know, can, can always mean that you can get your kids where you need to. You know, they're, they're, they're nearly, they're young adults now as well. You've done a great job on that. There's not, mm. things can always go wrong, Stu, but there's no point in, 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 in worrying about those things it's about just going okay really nothing too bad can go wrong at any moment or as a rule of thumb and just enjoy it but i would really encourage mindfulness mate i really i really would try try and do try and do some mindfulness uh courses or, or even on youtube just the 10 minutes mindfulness learning how to be in the moment and i think it could nah sounds fucking sure, rubbish no. gandy what's your number um, one so my it's actually a link on to sort of like planning uh, doing the, the the swimming is um the thing I dislike about myself the most is my inability to to be successful at remaining in touch and communicating and organising things uh, with my friends. So it's broken down to... I thought it was going to be your dick. What? The, the, the size of it or its in operation? Just the state of it. I mean, it it could easily be the fact... <laughs> It is. It does look like someone's hit it with a with one of those. Um, what are those things you hit stakes with? You know those hammers that have got the. It does look like that. It yeah. does look like that at the moment. But I've just learned to numb myself to the pain of that. Um, you know. Sorry. What, Back to your number yeah, one. Um, I ju- I just think ultimately it's it the size of it outweighs the, the the bad things about my um my uh curfew. my uh, inability to like stay in touch with people that i really care about and love like i haven't spoke to tom coles for ages and tom coles is one of my favorite human beings i hate the fact that i don't reach out to him enough like uh stuart mangan sent me a message the other day well tasha did and they were like oh how are you we not not heard from you in a while and stuff like that and um and it's like, yeah, man, like, I'm really bad at it. I get overwhelmed by social media very quickly. I like human beings. I'm a big fan of humans. As much as I protest about it, I, I really like being around people, people's energy. And, and I like making people feel happy and, and good in themselves. Not for my benefit, but just because I think that's what we should, we all should have a right to is happiness. I think that sounds like a lovely thing to do. Can you make sure you bring it to the podcast okay, next I'll try time, please? It, but it's difficult when it's you. Yeah, right, okay, um, understand that, understand that. There's always an exception to a rule. But I just, I'm shit on social media. I don't like it. I don't know why. Pick up the phone then. I don't then. like talking on the phone either. Yeah, I'm, I... See, but, see this is what yeah, bothers yeah. me, right? It's like, I get, like, that whole thing of, like, social yeah. media. Yeah, you know, I, ch- I, ch- I chat to people on social media, but I'd rather just fucking, like, it drives Pip fucking mad, right? It annoys yeah. him. If I voice oh, no. message him, if I leave it's one lazy, of little voice message, but it's like, lazy, and like, 
Well, I don't want to spend ages typing, and because it's, I don't want to have a conversation typing. Pick the phone up. All right. Um, I've got X, Y, uh, whereabouts is yeah. Z there. Right, job done. All right, thanks. Bye. I like to just be in front of people, mate. And and but all this is my own hang-ups because it means I'm a bad communicator, and I don't plan shit. And whenever I do, on the rare occasion I do, I'm like, that was brilliant. I really should do that more. Um, so yeah, that is my number one bugbear because beyond like my butterfly mind, that's more frustrating for me. The fact that I don't get to I don't get to reach out and spend enough time with my mates and check in on my mates, that's what frustrates me the most about myself, basically. Not not your naked It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.